Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Hey, listen. Welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, we've got uh, we got with us today the Knucklehead Stephen, uh, as usual. But what I'm excited to do is I'm excited to introduce to you uh, a man of courage. And the other, you know, we we literally just started talking, but I know he has courage. Um, one because it takes a lot of courage to be able to admit when you did something wrong, when things went wrong, he decided to do the honorable thing and shut down his business rather than continue to milk it. He, he took that dog out in the back and shot it. However, he's going to be, he's going to be um, starting over and getting back to uh, <clears throat> getting back to the things that he loves to do. But I'm excited to have JD Tierney here on the, uh, on the podcast with us. So JD, appreciate your time, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you letting me uh, use your medium to kind of spread the word and give back. Uh, I just really want to give back because so many people had faith in me and gave, uh, gave and gave and gave as, as I struggled. So this is my way of giving back is, is being very public and honest with, with my mistakes and my lessons. Well, there's gotta be, there's gotta be that, that, um, you know, there's gotta be that uh, embracing uh, of the failure, because I think so often, especially in the society that we, that we live in with social media, uh, with the kind of, uh, investment and VC money that goes out there, there's, there's, there's not really a true embracing of the failure of the, of the screw ups of the mess ups. And it's entrepreneurs like you that, uh, that willing, that are willing to put themselves out there and that risk kind of life and limb and sometimes get, you know, they kind of get the short end of the stick or in some cases they decide to let that failure fuel them into figuring out what the next step is or, or uh, correcting those issues. So I, I'm, I'm curious, man, give us a little bit of a, a background into, you know, how you're here, what happened and, and uh, you know, kind of what the plan, or excuse me, in retrospect, looking back, what you, what you wish you would have done a little bit differently. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll just start from the beginning. Um, military veteran went out into the uh, career field. Once I got out of the, the civilian career field, having no idea what I wanted to do. Um, like many, many people just bounced from job to job to job. My resume, if I were to list every job, would be like a novel. Um, I got into the oil fields about 10 years ago and, and moved up rather quickly. Uh, put myself through a couple engineering schools, did that for a while. Uh, had was that a, what you did in the military? Was engineering or some type of? No, I was a security forces in the Air Force. So okay, so had, you had a checklist. I went from the lowest ASVAB score needed for the job to... right engineering and graduating uh, third in my class uh, with that. So uh, from one, one end of the spectrum to the other, um, after doing that for a while, I had a, a series of, of, of uh, family tragedies that, that kind of changed my perspective. I lost my, uh, my brother, my dad, an uncle and a baby all within 36 months of each other. And I was on site for every one of them. Um, what do you mean followed, on site? I saw them all die and you're kidding no no it was um needless to say that put me in a very very nasty downward spiral yeah um were you self-employed at the time no 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 i was i actually i had some savings and then of course um inheritances and i quit pretty much everything quit life quit jobs quit trying um yeah. i wasn't i was falling over drunk for probably seven or eight months 
and one day it finally clicked hey you're setting a bad example for your kids you're setting a bad example for everybody around you um just it, it just clicked one day and then so i went back into the oil fields um and wasn't really satisfied i guess my my perspective on life had completely changed i got tired of working for the man and not doing anything for me not having any legacy yeah um you know because because once once you're once you deal with that much tragedy it, it kind of puts a lot of things in perspective and you want to worry about your legacy your your mortality right uh, right so, well you're remind you're reminded because you're you lose the the things that are most precious and valuable to you. I mean, you, the loss of a baby and a, and a, um, you know, a sibling, a sibling is, is, is one thing, but to be able to have a frame of reference to lose a parent and a sibling at the same time. And if I heard you correctly, it sounded as if you listed four, which yeah, is, it was the baby and the uncle, my brother, my dad, man, uh, it was 35 months time frame from the first to the last. Um, so that so that had to that two people or excuse me two things happen when I've seen uh, tragedies like that or what I've heard and what I've witnessed. One is people play the victim card, um, right? And second is people learn how to leverage those loss of relationships to eventually come to that breaking point that you, it took you six months to come to. But what was it that was clear and concise that caused that switch for you? That's that's where that's where some people who are maybe in the midst of of a tragedy or a hard time right now. What was it like? Think back to that six months. What was that switch? What was that turning point for you? It it just wasn't fair to my wife and kids the way that I was. Okay. Um, they I was just setting a very very poor example for my for my uh, older two boys that at the time they were four and seven give or take you know uh, uh yeah. at a very 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 impressionable time and and i didn't want them seeing that my behavior and and substance abuse and and don't get me wrong i, I still drink but it's just not to the excesses that i was at the time you know it's not sure. it's not one of those cases yeah. but it's using it the way i was the rage the the you know, i had some severe severe rage and anger issues going on and when i saw one of my sons throw something and throw a tantrum and i'm like holy crap that's me yeah like yeah you need to straighten straighten up and and press forward so, so well, that kudos, means I, um, I really to don't want to focus on that too much but that's, that's kind of the catalyst of of what started pointing me in the direction that i went afterwards so i went back into the oil yep. field um yep. took a job um with a uh really really good company family oriented uh my youngest son was born he spent uh, four hours after he was born he went to icu spent the next two weeks of his life in uh pretty much where we couldn't touch him anything like that didn't know if he was gonna live luckily this part of the story is where everything's happy um he's now three years old healthy never even know that he was sick at all so so but that happened and and again it just started reinforcing that that thought process of what can I do to make myself better for everybody? What can I leave behind? You know, yep. a, a 401k and, and a time clock job just didn't seem like the answer to me. Yep. And so I started researching and, and, and for some reason, 
laser engraving really stuck out to me. I, I, to this day, I have no clue where the idea came from, but I was like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I get to play with lasers. Why not? So I started doing research for several years. Um, then I was in a really bad motorcycle accident. I know I have the worst luck in the world. Uh, had multiple skull fractures, oh, shattered my oh. cheek, broke my nose, snapped my collarbone in half, ripped the muscle off my pec, uh, ripped my bicep off the bone, uh, multiple surgeries. Um, and a month after my wreck, I was back at work because I didn't want to sit at the, I got tired of sitting on the couch. It was light duty. I was basically paper pushing, but I was like, I can't just sit here. Yeah. But at that point it was like, you know what? I don't want to be 70 and ask what if I'm pulling the trigger now. So right. all my savings that I had, I dumped into starting a business. I started a South Paul Laser Concepts. Um, this was June of 2017 is when I officially opened the doors. Yep. Um, and then August 2017, I quit my day job and went full time from there. Wow. And it was just a series of about four years of just horrible, horrible luck and tragedy and overcoming that, that just made me say, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to do it. So it's, I, think, I think we, we, we touched on a couple different things. And I know that we don't want to spend a lot of time uh, on that, that struggle component. And I agree with you. I mean, we can, you can't really look forward if you're always constantly looking backwards, right? You can't see the, the windshield in front of you if your eyes are fixated on that, on that rear view mirror. However, I think that rather than figuratively go through this, um, examining and unpacking some of, these, uh, some of these decision points are important for somebody else who may be in the midst of that. They may be five months and 11, you know, uh, three weeks and six days into that moment and about ready to experience what you experienced tomorrow. Right. They could be listening to this and going, geez, Louise, I, I, something's not working here. And and it was that decision that it sounded like you took the responsibility and decided to press forward and move past uh, looking backwards, which is what don't be beta means. You know, it, it's very easy to to uh, to look to a leader. Right. Or to look to somebody who's setting an example and follow them or do what they say and be dogmatic about what it is that they tell you to do. But rather than using, or rather than using your own brain and deciding, you know what? No, I'm going to leverage the skills that I've developed. I'm going to leverage the experiences that uh, other people have taught me. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to risk it. And um, I'm going to make a calculated decision to go out and put my best foot forward. And that's what you did. And, and, that's, and that's the lesson that I think that a lot of people can glean from that experience. Do you agree? To some degree, I wouldn't say that it was the most calculated of decisions. Um, okay, all right, that's fair. Highly unprepared. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Which is why I closed my doors. But uh, a lot of it was emotional. There was some calculation to some degree. Sure. Uh, but a lot of it was was calculated ignorance. There was so okay. much I didn't know. And right. even though I was researching for two years yeah. before I did it, I was, in hindsight, I was researching a lot of the wrong stuff. Okay. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that's part of the process, right? I mean, look back on it 10 years from now, when you rewind the clock back and you look at this period of time, you'll be able to say, Hey, you know what? I, I took a risk. Uh, I, I crashed and burned yet. I learned. Right. And, and that's the lesson that a lot of folks can, uh, can either decide to apply to their life right now, listening to your story, or they can just decide, you know what? No, this is, this is just entertainment. And I'm going to strictly going to keep it as is. And, and I'm not going to decide to move forward because, they could have, you know, decided to cash in their chips and just be done with it. But what you decided to do is put your boots back on and get back to work. Cause that's what you're doing right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, uh, 
it was July of this year, went back to my old company that I was working for. Uh, they hired me back on with promotion. So God, I left on good terms. So sure. uh, luckily, luckily there happened to be a position and, and I got to take it and still moving forward, still have the entrepreneurial mindset. I'm still working on other things, but uh, good for you. it's definitely going to be a lot more cautious yeah. than it was the first time around. Well, I mean, you got to go out and get, I mean, we, we talk, we say get some wins, right? And to be honest with you, the reason why we say get some wins is because uh, people, when they're in their deepest, darkest moments or people when like, for instance, I've struggled with mental health challenges or, or not even understanding that you're, you're putting people in compromised positions just because your decision-making is so, uh, it's so foggy, right? You're confused when you're making like those steps. However, um, when people, excuse me, when people, when, um, when, uh, when I was honest with myself and I really had to dig myself out of a hole and it sounded like you've had to dig yourself out of a hole too. It is, it was the one foot in front of the other. It was the slow, small goals that iteratively started to develop the momentum necessary for you to actually develop the confidence and then competence to go earn the promotion that they, you know, that they gave you. Right? And, and now it sounds like potentially what your next business endeavor is. Yeah, I'm, def I'm definitely probably 100% not going to open a business related to the oil industry. Yep. Unless I, do, unless I just happen to do uh, like an apparel line just for just for fun. Yeah. Uh, I've toyed with that. Rig up or something like that, right? Johnny Hendrick style. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, th I think it, a lot of what you had just touched on as far as decisions and everything, even though I, I think it was very tunnel vision uh, decision making. Right. Right. Yep. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a growth process, man. I mean, everybody's, everybody's a little bit different and they got their own journey. So I appreciate you having the courage to go and, and communicate some of those challenges, being transparent and open and honest about, you know, what you, you know, what some of your shortcomings were and maybe somebody can learn from that and, and decide to move forward. I know people listening, they get a lot, they glean a lot from people's struggles versus you know, everybody trying to talk about how great they are, or how many successes they've had. And not that that's bad either. It's, it's just, we want to hear some of the dark side. We want to hear some of the issues that people really struggled with because that's what everybody decides to sweep underneath the rug as opposed to embracing and learning and earning and trying to iteratively get better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Part of the thing, when, when I finally did make the decision to, to shut the doors, there was still a part of me that was, hanging on wondering how I would salvage it. And then I started doing um, a personal inventory and personal accountability list. And it just kept growing and growing and growing. And, it, and that's what it dawned on me. I'm like, this is, and it's not that my business was failing. It was, I was just barely making enough to pay the bills. And, and, and I couldn't put anything back. I couldn't do all the fun stuff with the kids. All the stuff that I wanted to do by making my own schedule, I wasn't able to do. It was, it was, it was all counterproductive at that point for, for the initial goals. So that was the time I, was, I realized it was time to step away and, and reevaluate after action report. Um, Sounds like you were your own. Uh, <clears throat> you were you were giving yourself your own remedial action uh, on, uh, on, you know, during your debrief. You went back and you looked at your at your after action report and said, um, rather than give myself corrective action here, I think I'm just going to continue on the same course, which that's not a good idea. 
So I, I've been there, man. I totally, totally can relate to that. It's funny. Um, I was talking to somebody, uh, I think it was last week, and they were telling me about um, their – they were just – what they were doing is they were just they, – they just were giving an example of – First of all, you, there's, there's things that you know, there's things that you don't know, and then there's things that you don't know you don't know. And when you're going through the learning process of finding out what you don't know you don't know, um, if you don't respond to that or if you don't react to that or if you don't go get perspective on that, you're dead in the water. And it's just a matter of time because there's a, an, a gigantic world and one tiny little you. And the amount of things that you don't know you don't know is so vast uh, there's without other perspectives, you, you just, you've got one line in the water and you're, you're literally dead in the water. So, um, it was a lesson that was humbling and somebody with an ego like mine, I, it, it just was like, Hey man, I, I can't continue to pretend like I got this figured out. I, I'm just a, I'm a knucklehead. So that's why we started knucklehead podcast. That's why we get into it. That's why we have people on here to share their stories, man, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Uh, what, what uh, with, with all the, 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 the lessons that I've learned. And as I started bullet pointing them, yep. um, I just thought I was going to start doing a series of articles in a book, um, that I'm oh, yeah. currently yeah. working Absolutely. on right now. That's cool. When's the, it come out? When, when is it coming out? I'm, I don't know yet. I'm still kind of, I'm actually talking yeah. with one of my mentors about it as far as formatting and I'm, I'm not an author by any stretch of the imagination. Um, sure. But yeah, if you were in the Marine Corps, then then you realize you, you would have been right. You know, you, you, the Green Bible teaches you everything. The little uh, the little boot camp. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, it, it, it was a terrible attempt at humor. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but but what you were talking about as far as the not knowing what you're not knowing. One of the biggest bullet points. It's actually uh, the second or third one on my list is spending the money up front to save you money in the long run, which includes coaching. Um, mentors, people that know people that have been in the industry for, even if it's not your specific industry, just business in general that can help you out with a lot of the things that you don't know yet. And, and when you were talking about that, it, it kind of jogged my memory on, on that bullet point there. And yep. if I would have made the relationships that I had towards the end and actually pursued them the way I did, yep. two, three, six months earlier when I first started knowing these people yep. and, and spending the money for their, for their expertise, it would have saved, you know, literally thousands to tens of thousands of dollars. And I would have been able to keep the doors open. I would have been scaling because I see the potential of what I was working on, but, yeah, but it was just, I went around it the wrong way. Pride was my downfall. And, and that's unfortunate. It says in the word, uh, well, it says that in the word, but you know what I mean? It, it is what it is. It, you, sometimes you just got to fall on your face to learn. And then you got the scars to tell you the story. So those boys are going to be thankful for all your lessons. Trust me, you'll be able to pass it forward for sure. Um, all right. So how can people get in touch with you? I mean, we want to wrap every, every podcast with a way that people can touch base with our guests. We want to know, because um, there may be something that somebody touched on that you heard it. But how can people find um, how to get in touch with that bullet point checklist or how can people find how to get in touch with you? How can people uh, connect with you and, and, uh, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Well, there's uh, two different ways I, that people can get a hold of me. You can just get, get a hold of me through Facebook. Cool. Uh, JD Tierney, T I E R N E Y. And uh, my personal email address is JD dot Tierney. The number is one nine seven nine at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, 
and I'll be more than happy to just give this information out uh, until uh, up until I release the book. And then of course I'm going to try and make a little revenue off of it. But um, I had so many people just give and give and give just, just freely give me information that I feel that it's the right thing for me to do to pass that information along. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Lessons that I've learned. Um, I want to yeah. see people succeed. And if that's my legacy is turning other people into successes through my failure, then I'm, perfectly okay with that that's awesome well i mean it goes a lot to, it says a lot about your character it says a lot about the things that you care about the things that are important to you uh, the integrity that you have jd so uh, appreciate you being willing and being humble to come on the podcast share that failure share um uh, and being humble in um and those learning lessons so listen we encourage you we encourage you there as listeners that uh, jd just gave you a couple different ways that you can touch base with him but also if you can glean some of the things that you can glean from those lessons, uh, if, he, if it conjures up some type of thought, connect with us, connect with either me or, or, or him. Uh, you can always listen to Knucklehead Podcast uh, on, on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. You can check us out on YouTube. We've got videos there. Uh, but we want to create an environment where it's engaging. Failure is not something that we want to shy away from. We want to dive headfirst in because we know that nobody's perfect. Not one of you has got it all figured out or has all the answers. However, those of you who are veterans or those of you who are just budding entrepreneurs or sales folks or even people who are just trying to figure some things out, listen, it, there's people out there who do have information. You just got to go out there and be willing to, uh, to go get some wins. Yeah, that means you got to be risking to failure. And you've also got to understand that you're going to screw up. That's what being a knucklehead is all about. So we fully embrace it. We fully uh, uh, are very thankful for people like JD to come on here and, and share their lessons and their stories. And, uh, and JD, you got anything else that you want to wrap with, man, or, or are you good to go? I think I'm good to go. Uh, just, just like you were just saying, uh, reach out, ask the questions. That's, that's going to be the biggest thing that leads to any success is reaching out to the people that, that have the answers and not 100%. being afraid. So 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that guys, we are wrap. We appreciate you. Listen, new podcast episodes coming out every Tuesday. Uh, you can get in touch with JD or uh, another veteran entrepreneur. Go curate some of our old material. Uh, go check it out. Um, poke fun at it. Poke holes in it, too. Uh, stay tuned to our Facebook page for those details. And uh, JD, appreciate you, man. Take care, guys. All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man.